So obviously want to get into the tour that we're very happy to be uh, presenting. Danzig playing Lucifuge in its entirety. Coming up here May 7th, Saturday night, Toyota Arena in Ontario. And I kind of feel like it's a little uh, Inland Empire version of the blackest of the Black Fest. A real cool, diverse bill like you always put together. Yeah, we got a, we got a great lineup. We got uh, Tiger Army. Tiger Army are just on this show and uh, and the um, Phoenix show. And then we also, on the rest of the dates, uh, Great Cradle of Filth and, and also Crowbot. Yeah, a little bit of everything for everybody. Some rock, some metal, some rockabilly. And I got to thank you as a fan playing Lucifuge in its entirety. It was the first Danzig album I owned and an album I really feel like was kind of meant to be played live and in its entirety because it kind of felt that way listening to the album. Like All the songs really flow into each other really well, you know, like Long Way Back from Hell and to Snakes of Christ. Those songs just are meant to be played live back to back. We only did it once before uh, last year at Psycho Vegas and everybody seem to really, really enjoy it. So this will be the only time we're doing it here because we're not doing it on the rest of the run. We're just doing it at the Toyota Arena in Ontario for this special show. I love it. Can't wait. And I'm kind of curious. I mean, a lot of those tunes you do play live in your set, but it might be more the back end of that album. You don't play as much. And I imagine preparing for the show, going back and listening to that album again. And, you know, now that it's been 30 plus years, was there anything in listening back to Lucifuge that stood out for you personally? Like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Or, wow, I can't no, believe I did no, that. No, I, I love the record. Um, you know, if you put out a new record and you go out and you support that record. And, you know, of course, uh, I think we still play like one or two songs from Lucifuge. I know we do always have to do Her Black Wings. Right. And um, The Long Way Back from Hell occasionally we'll play. Um, Killer Wolf, we don't really play that much. But, you know, so every once in a while we'll throw a song from Danzig 2 in. Um, but the songs we never do like I'm the One and, you know, Pain in the World. Girl. Yeah, girl. We, I don't think we really ever played it that much live, even when the record came out. <laughs> yeah, those are the two in particular I'm kind of looking forward to, is Girl and Pain in the, in the World, the way the album ends, because I don't think I've ever heard those live. Yeah, well, Pain in the World we did do live, but Girl, very rarely did we do it. Same thing with I'm the One. Love all those songs and, and definitely looking forward to it. And, you know, it kind of almost begs the question, once you go down the anniversary kind of rabbit hole, does that mean that uh, we'll get a chance to hear uh, three in a year or two, uh, Danzig three in a couple years, or is it just... Well, we did the Danzig three thing. I think we did it at um, Psycho Vegas, and we did it for um, Riot Fest. But I don't think, I don't know if we've done it out here in L.A. or SoCal, actually, because we're talking about the whole Southern California area. Um, maybe we should. I know that Revolver is doing a special cover story for Danzig 3 this summer. Yeah, I remember the uh, the last Blackest of the Black Fest in, at Irvine Lake. You kind of did like a little mini Danzig 3 super set because it was the 25th anniversary at that point. Yeah, but, uh, we, yeah we didn't, I don't think we did the whole record. I think we just did some of the songs. Yeah, little little mini set, but you know, looking uh, looking back, and then obviously looking forward. Are we working on any new music? Any follow up to Black Lady and Crown? Um, not right now. I mean, I'm busy doing uh, occasional Danzig Elvis show. I think I'm going to do some more Danzig Elvis shows uh, this summer, and then uh, working on films. Uh, I've written a couple songs, but not an album's worth. I don't even know if, if I do. I don't even know if I'm going to put out an album. Maybe I'll just put out an EP or just let people download the songs or whatever. I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. Yeah, it is kind of a whole new world compared to when Lucifuge came out or Danzig 3. Yeah. It's a whole different <laughs> ballgame nowadays. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, and I still like going in a real studio, so that's not cheap. So um, we'll see. You know, when I get a little time to myself uh, at the end of the year, I'll reassess it, and maybe I'll go in and record some of these songs I've been writing. You know, one other album I did want to touch upon, and I was kind of hoping that you would eventually make a trilogy. I always love the Black Araya albums from you, and kind of curious if there is maybe a three ever in the works. you want to complete that trilogy, or is it meant to just be those two albums? Um, no, you know, I started working on one, and then I started changing the idea for it and then one of the songs ended up in the Veronica movie for the Drukia segment and um, you know so we'll see I mean it's stuff I love so uh, maybe eventually I will do something like that it's the only way you ever got me to listen to classic music is through the Black oh, great. Yeah, no, there's a lot of really classical music is just like you know metal or rock or whatever there's great bands and there's terrible bands right. <laughs> it's the same thing there's great classical music and there's terrible and there's also like what do you like you know some people like Wagner some people like Chopin I like Wagner <laughs> yeah exactly the dark side yeah, yeah. so you know it, it's all really what you like too you know some people like metal some people like pop I like metal. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I appreciate those Black Araya albums did turn me on to Wagner and some of the, that classical music, which I always felt like, oh, that's grandpa's music, not my music. But you kind of opened up that world for me and said, oh, no, this is just as relevant as it was back then as it is today. And there's so much that it does have in common with metal, like you said. Yeah, well, actually, I know that Ozzy used to start his concerts with uh, Carl Orff's Carmina Burana. Yeah, and you always start yours with Overture of the Rebel Angels, and I hope that's going to still continue, right? We, for a while there, we would do whatever the intro track was for a Danzig record, uh, and then we've gone back to the Overture of the Rebel Angels, yeah. Good, good. That's the way I feel it needs to be. Talking music, and I certainly want to touch upon the Misfits, and great to see that reunion happen. And, you know, I had kind of always heard that uh, Dave Lombardo was your pick for the uh, Skinsman in that band, and kind of curious how you knew he was going to be the perfect guy for that gig. Well, I've known Dave for a long time, since back in the day. So, and he's a great guy, but more importantly, he's an incredible drummer. (laughs) So you get you know, best of both worlds. He's a really nice guy and he's an incredible drummer. So as soon as uh, Jerry and I figured out we were going to do this, I said, I got the perfect drummer and he's a really nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make make the phone call to him yourself or does managers and stuff like that? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Dave's Dave's a nice guy and um, uh, just incredible drummer. I mean, you know, well, you know. Yeah. I saw him him a week or two ago. Now he's in Testament, playing with Testament now. Yeah, he's in Testament now. So uh, I know he was playing in Suicidal for a while. I don't know if he's still doing that, but um, because now he's doing the Testament gig. But, you know, good for him. Yeah. You know, and and just to put a button on the Misfits, is there any more meat on that bone? Any more desire to do any of those shows? Or is that kind of done and in the rearview mirror? Um, We'll see. If uh, someone comes and makes us an offer and everybody's available to do it, then, you know, maybe we'll do it. We'll see. All right. Fingers crossed for that. Last thing I wanted to hit you with, Glenn, is just a little movie talk, and you had kind of touched on it. Death Rider and the House of Vampires came out in August, or we working on a part two for that, or another script, or another movie? Kind of what's what's up next for you? Yeah, so currently I'm writing four scripts. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so The Vampire's Vengeance uh, is the Death Rider sequel. That's almost done. Then I'm writing a werewolf biker movie, like one percenter <laughs> werewolf bikers, outlaw bikers. Um, then I've got a martial arts uh, movie I've been working on for a while with a knife fighting assassin 
and then uh, the Veronica sequel. And are you going to continue to to star in them too? Do you like starring and directing and writing and doing everything? Is it like making well, an only, album? Yeah, the only one I did a little role in was uh, the Death Rider role. You know the. The Bad Bathory role, which is a smaller role, so this way I can concentrate on directing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably, um, obviously, in the Death Rider movie, Bad Bathory comes back. Um, but um, I don't think in the other ones I'll be making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Hard enough to just direct it, I would imagine. It's a lot of work doing a movie, especially if you're writing and directing. And it's like, because then everybody comes to the director when there's a problem, you know. And yeah. You know. And there's always a million problems on a movie. It's like, <laughs> you know, you don't even know. It's just like, wow, you come home exhausted. Just like, wow. Uh, I have to say, people, like the actors, all the people and the crew and everything on the movie, everyone puts a lot of work into doing that. It's not easy. It's it's tough. Is making an, a movie, but making an album to shame as far as difficulty, way more difficult to make a movie, I imagine. It's way more difficult to make a movie, yeah. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time, and, and can't wait to hear you playing Lucifuge on uh, May 7th. Really appreciate right, the come, time, Glenn. Yeah, come back and say hi. I would love We're to. There. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.